Welcome aboard. This is your Captain Johnny. And first mate Jess, thank you for joining us on our chaotic journey through fan fiction. This podcast will contain adult situations and themes. I would strongly suggest using caution when listening in public. But what do I know? We do not own these stories or characters. They're just along for the ride upon the ships of chaos. Hey, this is Johnny. And this is Jess. Chaotic Thursday. Yeah, this is Ships of Chaos. We're happy to be back. Mm -hmm. After that last chapter. Yes. This next part is so fun. But the last chapter was great. Yeah. I don't have any updates. How was your week? Oh, my week was bad. I was sick all week. Huh? How long did it last? Two days. And I just got back to work today. That's rough. But I'm better. You were negative for COVID. Yeah, I was negative for COVID. I had to go take the COVID test, which those days, because I took the COVID test and it was COVID leave, I get paid for those days that I wasn't there. Oh, good. I'm glad they're doing that. Yeah. And you had, did you have to take the test for work? Yeah, I had to take the work. Like anytime Mm -hmm. you call in, you have to take the test. I guess that makes sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But the I test- mean, it sucks. It sucks because the test sucks, but. It hurts. Mm-hmm. But I'm COVID free. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm definitely glad. I'm glad you're feeling better too. Yeah. But you had a good week? Yeah, it was uneventful. We uh, went to go look at houses. We might be moving. We need a bigger space. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, do you want to recap us on the uh-huh. excitement of last week? Oh, yeah. Let's just jump right into it. Because last week on the Ships of Chaos, it got steamy in the bathroom, obviously because of the shower. And then <laughs> um, our boys connected. Yeah, we had a little frauding action. Frauding, for sure. <laughs> Rubbing all up against each other. And then cuddling at night yeah and Derek saying don't worry the packs on watch we're okay and it's okay everything's okay now <laughs> everything is okay at the moment they have their makeshift family Cora is around but I think that's it I mean they're at a house yep they're set up at the house and they connected. I don't know. Where's, Am I missing stuff? Where is Gerard? Oh, in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> they have him tied out and he's knocked out. Derek fed him table scraps. Yeah. <laughs> when we find out all that blood was Gerard's. Mm-hmm. But I think that's it. I think you covered it pretty well. I think the most important part is they connected and had a sweet, 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 smutty hot moment and when we fell asleep and they cuddled yeah that's it <laughs> fuck gerard we don't we don't need to talk about him <laughs> are we continuing on from last chapter yeah it's this it's the same chapter part two part two yep sweet are you ready to jump in i'm ready to jump in let's do it okay episode 118 chapters 
uh, the chapter's called Symposium, no, no, not Symposium, Symbiosis, part two. Symposium's a lot easier for me to say. What is a symposium? A symposium is like a discussion. It's like people gather around and discuss a singular topic. So it's kind of like a conference, but it's kind of like a conference, but smaller. Okay. Speaking of conferences. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of conferences, Comic-Con, okay. my Comic-Con was rescheduled for May 21st through 23rd. Yay. So I will James try. James is going to be there? James is going to be there and I will try to live stream from the conference. That'd be so cool. And I have some other projects in the mix, but we'll talk about those later. Oh, that's so exciting. Yay. But once I get like all the ideas together and maybe film an episode, we'll talk about it. Okay, cool. Okay. So symbiosis part two. It was the odd ethereal time between darkness and sunrise. The time that turned the sky a muted purple that they woke to. He and Derek had done it often enough on the road, but it still left him with the disoriented heavy feeling of someone sleeping too long and yet too little all at once still he knew logically he was rested by the time they disentangled themselves from their bed showered again and packed their bedding up to rejoin the others miraculously the bedding was pretty much unsoiled but that did not stop the knowing looks from their pack when they rejoined them it reminded Styles of the playful banter of school or when Tara at the station used to get dressed up in the changing room for a date after her shift. It was the camaraderie and lighthearted togetherness. It made him smile when he reached to boil some water for the salvaged coffee and Erica shoulder checked him with an eyebrow wiggle. Each of them looked so different after a shower, nothing like the feral creatures that had attacked him in the dark. They were beautiful, really, each entirely different to the other, but all the more striking for it. Styles ducked his head with a little smile as he turned back to the coffee and started the search for their supply bag of the powdered egg they salvaged but not yet opened. He wondered if he'd be able to talk with people, joke with people like he once had. If he'd remembered how to cope with another other than Derek. He cast a glance at Derek as he prepared the powdered eggs with water from the kettle they dragged from, in from the bleak room. It was overwhelming still, in a good way, to be, to be in close quarters with him, and yet he wasn't afraid. He chewed the inside of his lip as he stirred the lumps out of the eggs as best he could. The rehydrated eggs weren't actually too bad, perhaps because it'd been so long since he had real eggs. Although Styles nearly choked on his mouthful when Erica made a quip about he and Derek needed to build back up their protein. Oh my God, Erica. <laughs> that is I means so someone awesome. had to say it. Oh, that is so Erica. <laughs> the sound of soft laughter from the others friendly and together made his stomach warm though 
and he stole another little glimpse at Derek to find him watching him with an, that affectionate silence as he ate. Uh, do you remember Boyd's voice? <laughs> I think it was just a little deep. It was an, It was deeper than Styles, but not scruffy. Do whatever feels right. I think that's what I told you last time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm keeping up too well with the voices. I can't even, I know like John is going to be coming in soon. Like, of course, mm-hmm. but cause they're on the way back to the, uh, the reserve mm-hmm. to the camp, but I don't remember John's voice at all. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Put your own spin on it. Yeah. So are you like, a witch or something, Boyd asked. Because first, with the generator and now making rehydrated eggs taste good, there's something definitely up. You're a wizard, Styles. <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> Styles, who'd noticed Derek glancing at the bathroom door with reluctance, took up the cooling spare plate of eggs. I'll let your alpha fill you in on that while I take our prisoner in his rations. He said, squeezing Derek's shoulder as he rose before nabbing one of the open bottles of water. The bigoted asshole could have werewolf kudus with his water or die of thirst. (laughs) (laughs) Werewolf kudus. Sorry, I'm very silly today. No, I laughed. You just beat me to it, werewolf kudus. I don't think I've used an Isaac voice yet. Have I? Oh, I don't know. Isaac. Okay. Here's the thing. The guy who plays Isaac is British. Okay. So I want to give him a British accent and I'm having trouble today. Oh, do you need to like pull up somebody being uh, British and then maybe go from there? Uh, yeah, do that. At least get the dialect. Yeah. Because I can usually do a British accent. I did it for like all my teen years. Okay, let me see. What? Hmm. What should I pull out? Uh, sorry, I'm focusing on Jasper right now being all oh, hot. <laughs> all right. It's so hot watching Jasper fight. I love Jasper. Yeah, yeah. Let me go. Oh, bloody hell. There we go. I stood the old prick against the window earlier so he could pa- piss. And let him hold his bound hands under the faucet. So don't let him try anything. How is that? It's good. You're getting a little southern in there, but you're, you're, I think it's great. Okay. Isaac called out to him. I, I didn't see to his wounds, though. He was lucky. I didn't make a few new ones after he spat at me. Yeah. Yeah, that was very southern. Yeah, it, it started off British and then you're fine. It's fine. Okay. Styles nodded as he stepped into the bathroom. Gerard was oddly quiet, considering how disruptive Cora said he'd been in the night, though he'd likely tired himself out. He'd su- sustained some pretty nasty cuts and burns on his face, arms, and one of his legs in the skirmish, though, and Styles set the plate and half-empty bottle of water on the side of the bath within the man's reach as he sought out the first aid kit Isaac had abandoned. Gerard didn't have so much as a fork to eat his food with, and there was a pack of werewolves only feet away through an open door. So Styles wasn't worried, but he kept his guard up as he took out the 
iodine, and some fresh bandages. Gerard, who had already downed his food, gave a grunt of pain through clenched teeth and a mouthful of water when Siles started with the wound on his leg. He tensed, but perhaps he knew it had to be done, or he just preferred a human to do it, because he didn't reach for Stiles or try to fight him. You know, your own hunters did, did this to you, Stiles reminded him. Gerard sneered. We would lay down our lives if it would put one more werewolf in the ground. How very self-sacrificing of you, Stiles replied blankly as he bandaged up his leg before starting on Gerard's forearm. Oh, that's such a polite way of fuck you, Gerard. <laughs> oh, how very self-sacrificing of you. It's kind of like the, uh, my favorite. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, my su favorite Southern saying. Oh, bless your heart. Yep. That yep. means you are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Good old Southern F you. Yeah. If it weren't for their kind, the beast would have stayed in the dark where, they, where we could have continued our work to keep them at bay. Perhaps one day eliminate them once and for all. Mankind didn't in the world styles. Werewolves dragged all the demons out into the open and after that it was a massacre styles ignored him or tried his best to it wasn't that he believed werewolves in general were the cause of all this just because the alpha pack had started the apocalypse but the way the man spoke it sent chills down his spine that made him remember the bone men in the dark the fire consuming the people he set out to find safety with his dad or so he thought. Something must have shown on his face because he sensed Gerard studying him before he spoke again. You've seen them. Gerard's words were heavy with realization, as if it should have been obvious to him before, and Stiles was forced to look into his vile face as he brushed the iodine-soaking gauze against his marred cheek, none too gently. He didn't answer. He didn't trust his voice. Giles, Giles, why do I keep doing that? Every time. <laughs> it's Every the G. time. This morning I saw a meme like, let's all admit we all had a secret crush on Giles. And I replied, secret? Yeah, no, I think he's hot. Yeah. I have that. Especially when he was like, like teenage Giles. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. He's okay. Hot. Gerard's expression was almost haunted. If a little wild, he clasped Stiles' wrist with his bound hands in urgency. You've seen them. You know. They consume everything. They are born from chaos through the need to survive. We know how to live to avoid their path, and we've avoided them all these years. Until that night on the road right after you and your alpha pet left style the bone man ho oh, oh, hold up <laughs> <laughs> after they moved forward uh-huh Derek and Styles after they left the the hunters saw the bone men after they left the hunters were attacked by the bone men whoa did they did Styles say something about like they felt like he felt like he was being followed? Like, yeah. While we like kind of see them in their road trip. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, nuts. Okay. Oh my God, I'm starving. I haven't eaten like anything substantial like all week and my mm-hmm. appetite is just starting to come back. Well, I'm glad it's coming back. Eat something after this. Yeah, I'll make myself some chicken and rice. I have some mushroom soup and I'll cut up the chicken and put it in mm-hmm. with the rice. Styles was frozen in his grasp. He felt more than he heard Derek, Cora, perhaps all of them lunging into the bathroom, realizing Gerard had a hold of him. But Styles knew they saw what he did. Not a prisoner trying to bargain for freedom or fight for it. It was a man in a mist of terrifying understanding. They've devoured our world. We'd hoped they'd gone hungry, died out from lack of substances, died out for lack of sustenance accepted their victory over humanity and anything vaguely resembling it like the legend say. There was a pars pot pars. What the heck is a pars? What the heck is a pars? There was a pause in Gerard's words, and Styles was struck by a memory, by Derek murmuring absent absently to him what felt like a lifetime ago. When I was younger, there were stories about things like them, about creatures that kill to become stronger, that consume the souls of humanity. Gerard's fingers tightened around the wrist and hauled him in so close Styles could only see the whites of his eyes. Even I only glimpsed them. No one has ever come to blows with them and lived to tell the tale. Live to tell the You know what? I was watching um, Friends bloopers. Mm-hmm. And like when Jennifer Aniston messes up, she goes, she does, makes the same noise as I do. And it is Aww. so self-gratifying. Um, that's so okay. funny. No one has ever come to blows with them and lived to tell the tale. Dem- demons like them, they are drawn to the brightest flame. Like the monsters that masquerade as men with supernatural powers. They consume them and they don't stop. They never stop. The humans that had been incompatible with werewolf venom had died, and those that survived, they died in the riots that had come later or turned into werewolf fodder for the bone men. Because humans were of no interest to them, animals were of no interest to them. Demons like them are drawn to the brightest flame or spark. Ah! Spark like <laughs> styles a <of> spark. <laughs> oh my god. I can't see you and it's still oh my goodness, my nose ring just came out. <laughs> I can't see you and your reactions are still great. I'm glad. I'll have to put my nose ring ring back in after this. Why did it come out? It fell out? Uh, they made me take it out when I took the COVID test. Oh, yeah. And when I put it back in, I lost one of the beads. So it doesn't have any beads on it. Oh, so it's just hanging in there. Yeah. I have to get a new one this week when I get paid. I get paid tomorrow, so I'll go to the mall tomorrow. Styles's blood ran, ran cold even as he felt Derek yank him from Gerard's grasp. Even as he staggered backwards from the force of it into Cora and Boyd and watched as the old man stared right past Derek, the posturing, 
dangerous, enraged Alpha and ride at Styles as if he were the thing to fear. Ooh, Gerard's afraid of Styles. As he should be. <laughs> because Gerard is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Through the rush of unearthly dread that filled him, Styles thought of how the Bone Men had killed only those who crossed them that day the camp had burned, the day he'd last seen his dad. They'd moved through the sea of fleeing people, and Styles, whoever crossed them, had had been almost instinct rather, not in, rather in. Wait, wh what did I say? They'd moved. In sync? Huh? Did <laughs> you say oh. in sync? Yeah, okay. They'd moved through the sea of fleeing people and killed whoever crossed them, but it had been almost instinct rather than purpose. They hadn't been after the people they'd been traveling alongside. They'd been after him. Oh, I guess. Give me a sec. Gerard's voice was low, haunting, ghostly, as he breathed out in abject horror, clearly staring at the marks on Styles's face. They tried to harvest your soul, the spark in you, whatever makes them thirst for your blood, and you escaped. They've marked you. Everything in the room fell silent, and Styles couldn't tear his gaze from Gerard's ashen face, smeared with blood and lined by the time like something out of the darkest nightmares in the dim light of the bathroom. He felt his lungs turn to lead and threw out an arm to brace himself on the wall because with everything he had, he knew that Gerard was right. He felt something vaguely at the back of his senses, like a whisper on the wind, a hint of shadow. He thought it was the hunters had begun to doubt himself when they'd met him again at the mine, but he knew now for certain they were coming. He didn't realize he wasn't breathing until Derek was in front of him, hands on his arms, shaking him a little to get his attention. Styles let his head hang and shook it, unable to speak. His breath too, nope, unable to speak, to breathe, to process. His chest felt tight and cold, consumed his body. He might have thought his heart had stopped pumping hot blood round his body were it not for the fact that, that the, it was hammering against his chest, like it might break his ribs. Styles, Derek snapped, even as Cora swept in, cupping Styles' nape and urging him back into the other room to help him lay down with his staggering limbs. You need to get away from me, Styles gasped out with the sparse lung full of air he'd managed to draw into his tight chest. Styles. Cora said at the, this time, softly as she brushed the back of his hand across his brow like he mattered, like he wasn't signing their death warrant. Styles, you're safe here. You're pack, okay? You've got us. I'm going to get you killed, Styles cut across her, because this was it, wasn't it? When he'd been alone in his tower, he'd only had to worry about himself. He'd been so desperately alone, and now he wasn't, but he was going to lose them all over again. He was going to watch them all die. They're after me, too, 
Derek said firmly, clasping Styles' hands between his and holding his gaze. They're after us all. We're back. You got that? We're in this together. I watched them burn, Styles gasped out. I watched my dad. Styles, your dad is alive, and he's waiting for you to come home. I'm going to take you there. No one is going to die. You got that? I'm taking you home. You're not alone anymore. Styles stared up at him. Styles stared up at him, feeling like a man sinking in freezing water. Unable to even fight his way free, only drags Derek down with him. Derek's brows were lined with worry, and his eyes searched Styles' face. One hand leaving Styles to brush at his brow, streaked with panic sweat. One of Styles' hands slid free to cover the scarred size. One of Styles' hands slid free to cover the scarred side of his face, the place he was marked for death. But just as he dug his fingers in, Cora's hand took it gently, stroking it as he she placed it on his chest, where she covered it with hers. Just breathes. Styles, okay? In, in for five and out for five. One, two, three. Her voice was so gentle, like Derek's, and while Styles couldn't see her, could only see Derek's worried, stunning face, he felt her close, felt the way her voice carried through him with gentle insistence. She didn't bullshit him. She didn't tell him he was fine. She just breathed, counted five in with him, then out, then in. Slowly, as he felt his breathing calm, he came more aware of Derek above him. Cora by his head and warm fur flanking him from all sides, and oddly enough, it didn't make him feel trapped. Somehow, at some point, Boyd, Erica, and Isaac had shifted and snuggled in close, their warmth chasing the cold from his panic, and he cl closed his eyes for a moment. Was he really one of them as much as Derek? They'd only just met, and it didn't make sense except Derek was everything to him, and he thought maybe he was pretty important to Derek. He wondered how much of it was an instinctive move to comfort a pack mate, whoever it was, and the more he thought about it, the calmer he became. Is this all right? Derek asked softly, thumbs skittering across Stiles' marked eyebrow. The pain ebbed away at Derek's touch, and Derek asked again, asked, Derek, I, I hate this word. Thank you, Alonzo. Derek asked again, is this too much? Styles blinked as it dawned on him that Derek meant the proximity of the pack, that maybe it, it made it worse to some to feel confined. Styles just never wanted to be alone again, and that was all wide open space and silent meant for him. He squeezed Derek's fingers, then Cora's, and nodded mutely as he breathed again, in and out. Here, Cora said, pushing a container of water into his hands when at last she managed to sit up. I have a question. Yeah. Are alphas the only one that can absorb the pain? No, any werewolf can do that. Okay. But is it like an intimate thing to do, right? Like Derek's doing it with Styles because he 
you know, their connection, but like Cora is just not comfortable doing it or it, it has nothing to do with that. Well, he's not in pain right now. Well, I thought he was rubbing him to like help him remain she, calm. I thought it was like an, a, like a calming thing. Yeah. She was soothing his panic attack, but she wasn't really, he wasn't in pain. Mm, okay. I mean, when I go into my panic attacks, which I had one today, I'm not in pain. I just feel like everything is like spinning out of control. No, I uh, I understand that. Um, I guess I'm asking though, like, can they absorb that like anxiety? Like, can they take like the pressure? Because it can it can feel like pressure pressure, right? When you have an anxiety yeah, I attack. I don't think they can take the pressure away. Okay, it's it's just pain. Because yeah, because um, like physical pain. Yeah, because like when you're having a panic attack, panic attack, that pressure is mental. Yeah, it's not physical. Mm-hmm. Now that's how you perform a proposal. Sorry, Edward's proposing to Bella. Uh-uh. Like the whole movie, she, he's just like marry me, marry me, and now finally he's actually getting out an actual proposal. Mm. I really should not watch movies while I'm doing this. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but uh, as far as pulling pain, any member of the pack can do that. Okay. If you watch season two, you can. Uh, there's like a scene where Isaac. Oh no, it's. That's not season two. That's like season four. You haven't gotten there. I haven't gotten anywhere. Oh, uh, but it's not a spoiler. There's like a scene where like Isaac is at the vet, where he is pulling pain from a dog so like any member of the pack can do that and isaac's just a beta okay all right a very cute beta that's true the men on teen wolf are way too pretty all of them every single one that's true even peter who is a complete asshole yeah accurate very attractive guy yeah shitty person very attractive guy. <laughs> he's, a psycho, he's a sociopath. Okay, back to our broadcast. Styles accepted it gratefully, but avoided her eyes and was shamefully glad the others remained wolves around him, sticking close, and not only for the heat they provided his still too cold limbs. Derek remained kneeling in front of him, watching with a quiet help, helplessness that made Styles' heart ache. He felt his cheeks heat with embarrassment and sipped his water. I used to get them a lot when Isaac and I were first out on our own. Cora explained conversationally without an ounce of shame, which Styles couldn't help but feel comforted by, as well as her attempt to steer the conversation away from him. He nodded into his water to show his gratitude. Not anymore, Derek asked. Out of his peripheral vision, Styles saw Cora's free hand curl in the fur of what he thought was Isaac's neck. Not for a while, at least. I had them a lot. For years. Started when my mom died. Then Styles swallowed. Well, I guess since I sat up at the tower, started to take back control. They didn't feel as bad as they used to. Maybe I just caught it or a hand on his shoulder stilled his babbling and he was surprised to find it was Cora's to find her earnest clear expression in her soft elfin face styles you don't have to trivialize it 
You don't have to explain yourself to your pack. Those words melded with Derek's, the assurance that he wasn't alone, and he felt calmness before a little calmness become a little more tangible. He felt calmness become a little more tangible. Even if he was if his every limb was tense, stuck in fight or flight mode against an invisible foe. He wished he could put into words how it was. It wasn't that it had been any easier in the tower, although the control he'd managed to scramble to back there had probably helped. No, he knew why it was that he hadn't felt panicked like that in years. It was because his fate hadn't mattered enough to incur panic. He hadn't cared. There had been nothing left to lose except a life of loneliness. Until now, that is. Now he'd grown accustomed to caring, to being cared for. And that was the most dangerous thing of all. Now he had everything to lose. I just can't, I can't watch everyone get hurt, he managed. He couldn't lose anyone else. Or when he'd finally dared to feel hope. And what if we lead them back to the settlement? Derek's face was determined when he glanced at him. Styles, there are a couple other wolves there. A kitsune, and I'm pretty sure a banshee. It was bound to be a target at some point. Is that supposed to make me feel better? Styles demanded a little heatedly. It's supposed to stop you from taking on guilt for something you can't control. Something that hasn't even happened yet. Derek said without even flinching, Styles saw the alpha in him then, not in his eyes or his strength, but in his ability to stay calm even though they knew what was out there. Setting his cup down, Styles held Derek's confident gaze. What are we going to do? Derek squeezed Styles' knees. Did I say Derwick? Derwick. He did. Derek squeezed Styles' knee. We're going to stop them. The heads of the wolves turned to Derek, and it fell on Cora with her still human formed ass. And it, if the world couldn't stop them, how exactly do you, exactly do you propose we'll do that? But before Derek could answer, Styles already guessed it. Remembered the day in the meadow, the conversation about Deaton. Wolfsbane, he asked Derek, thanking the bag of it that was stashed in the Camaro. You really think your Deaton can help us figure out a way to use it against them? There's only one way to find out. Bum, 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 bum. Time flow, time flow. Sorry. It's okay. I had to mute myself. My dogs were having a wrestling match behind me. <laughs> they have the worst timing. These little fuckers do this at like 8.30. I have a standing 8.30 meeting every day. Uh-huh. They wait until I'm on my meeting to like wrestle next to my desk chair. The rest of the day, they lay in their bed. But if I'm in a meeting, <laughs> it's fine. They're cute. They're lucky. They're cute. Yeah. Okay. We have a little time jump here. That's what I was saying when you muted yourself. Yeah. And I did a little 
song. Oh, I heard the song. I could hear you. Okay. And I appreciate that time jump music. (laughs) Styles stared at the worn string between his fingers, feeling fidgety and on edge as he had for the last day. The pack didn't seem to share his urge to get moving. The need to put distance between themselves and what would and what was coming but they did seem to share his restlessness they were out trawling the town for supplies one last time trawling i don't think i've ever heard that word before you know it's the britishness <laughs> i'm sorry it has to be a british word my- i'm sorry hyper illinois for my bad british accent that did not turn into a british accent I am ashamed. James Marsters would be ashamed of me. In an attempt to at least replace the clothing they lost. Let me start over. They were trawling the town for supplies one last time in an attempt to at least replace the clothing they'd lost when the hunters had trashed their original den, which left Derek and Styles trying to get one of the cars they'd found working. It would mean the pack wouldn't have to take turns running. Would mean a conservation of strength that they may need. It would also mean a more constant speed. An overall quicker way home. Werewolves could run fast and far, but not forever. Styles cast a glance around the street that her search for the most likely vehicle had brought them to. He didn't feel a presence other than Derek and the distant throb of the pack but he still was not accustomed to trusting his instincts, his spark, whatever it was. He twisted the string around his fingers as he glanced back to where Derek was working shirtless under the hood of a station wagon. They decided the car stored safely in the garage might be more more cared for, easy to get going, and they both agreed that this was the best candidate they found so far once they both laid eyes on it. Had it not been for the urge to move gnawing at his insides, Styles might have been able to enjoy the simple, calm domesticity of watching him work over the engine, something he clearly enjoyed. I just can't help but feel sad for the Jeep they left back at the tower. Uh, that Was the Jeep at the tower, though? I think he said he like had abandoned it. Yeah, like on like a road, so nearby. Yeah, it's nearby to the tower, but I still feel sad that his Jeep is not there. The same, and that they're are they gonna take the Camaro too, or are they moving on? Yeah, they're taking the Camaro and the new car. That way, they have more room. There's a lot of them, and yeah, fucking Gerard. So, Hmm. all right, yeah, because they have to take fucking Gerard. I, I can I cannot say something for the bone men. Yeah, yeah, but they decided they're better people than that. I can take a look if you want, he prompted cautiously. Not like as a diss to your manhood or anything, just like you know, maybe my magic fingers will be of use. It wasn't ever a sure thing, but it couldn't hurt. He wondered if his this Deaton could teach him about controlling it. But Derek hadn't seemed too confident about it when he mentioned it before. Styles couldn't help but feel like he was missing something. Probably a cultural thing that Derek couldn't explain any better than he already had. But this spark, this something extra, he felt certain he was meant to use it somehow. 
for more than just a just feats of luck. Mending things or making flowers grow. Fate had to kill them somehow, the bone men, or they would never stop. He just didn't see how a plant was going to help them with that or his inter intermittent spark. You haven't stopped moving, Derek noted, though he didn't look up from his work under the bonnet of the car. Any second, you might explode with energy. By the way, bonnet, British word. Styles curled his fingers around the string in his grasp and forced himself into stillness. It's like ants under my skin. I need to move. We need to move. Derek, you don't, you guys don't get it. They're coming. I can feel it. Derek braced his oil and dirt smudged arms on the side of the car and looked at him, then focused entirely on Styles and expression wary. Are they close? Not like right behind us, but no. But they're close enough and getting closer. Derek stared at him for a moment, studying his face. The way he sat braced against the wall of the garage, they'd forced open. Then he pushed back from the car entirely and reached down. Fingers hooking in the thread between Styles' fingers and hauling him up so that he could pull him close. Their relationship had been tactile since the beginning, but since their mouths had met, Derek would seek out moments to hold him like this, to inhale at the corner of his jaw, just by his ear, and in those moments, Styles felt like maybe this wasn't all going to go down in flames. Just maybe. If they get close, I say we dump the old man out the back of the car as a distraction. Styles mumbled against Derek's neck not even caring about the grime from the car. He'd said it even knowing the bone men didn't seem interested in normal humans because that just felt wrong too. Gerard's presence. It made Styles feel like he was waiting for a bomb to go off. It felt like so many things were wrong with their situation and he was missing something big that would make them all make sense. God, you're nosy, even when you're quiet. Nope, that's not the right word. God, you're noisy, even when you're quiet. I really thought he was telling him he's like a nosy bastard. Like, just. <laughs> Derek mused against his ear, turning his head to drag his lips against Styles' face before drawing back to consider him. You haven't even thought about the one good thing that's waiting out there, have you? Styles frowned, but before his mouth could even part around question, Derek continued. You get to see your dad soon. Styles stared at him, unmoving, but he wasn't quick enough to school his expression into anything other than his obvious cynicism. Derek's brow furrowed. Styles, I will get you home to him. I promise you. It wasn't that Styles was worried about what might happen to Derek on the way in his efforts to keep that promise. There was still a part of Styles that still didn't dare believe they'd get there until he saw his dad, saw the settlement with his own eyes. It was still like a fever dream he couldn't recognize as reality. He just couldn't shake the feeling that something was about to go horribly wrong. Finn, that was the end of ch this chapter God, I can't believe this one was so short. Yeah, chapter eight is kind of short. 
He's going home. I don't want you to give too, too much away, but are we close to getting to the settlement? Yeah, we're close. Okay. Oh, that's so exciting. So I'm fearful, though, that now that Styles kind of knows he's being followed, Bone Man, like, ugh, I don't want him to bring Bone Man to the settlement. Yeah. And then chaos would per, per, like pursue. I don't know. Yeah. So mm. next chapter is chapter nine. Mm. It's called Catharsis. What does that mean? Define, please. Okay, Google. <laughs> yeah, Google it. Okay. I was just joking. I thought you knew it. I don't know that. I, 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 it's like catharsis is kind of like. Did you just hear my Google pickup? No. Oh, okay. Very good. In my mind, catharsis is like level headedness, like you're calm, you know? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So That's the definition what, is the process of releasing, thereby providing relief from strong or repressed emotions. So like letting go. Yeah, letting go. Cleansing. Okay. So I was somewhat mm -hmm. correct. Yeah, you're, what was your, you said level-headed. So it's like, like getting level back headed to that like. Calm. But we're going to start... also mean like cleansing. So maybe they're going to cleanse themselves of freaking Gerard. Maybe. But it's catharsis part one is next chapter. And then it is the next episode. And then the episode after that is chapter nine, part two. And then after that, we have, I don't know if it's right before or right after chapter uh, episode 20, we have a special episode. Huh? What? Ha have What's you a special episode? For Valentine's Day. Oh, no. So... It'll be between, it's like right after this one that the special episode will air. Oh, so it'd be before chapter 19. Yes. Yeah. Or episode 19. Okay. Episode 19. Yep. So we have a special episode coming up right after this one. Mm -hmm. And then episode 18, 19 and 20. And then we're taking a two week break. Yeah. Which it could not come soon enough with uh, all our... <laughs> setbacks because me being sick and editing being a slow process the last few weeks yeah but so i can't it after the episode 20 huh we're taking two weeks after episode 20 yeah because i need to regroup and uh put together um the transcripts for okay but question uh-huh that would be uh, March 4th. Yeah, I, I would like to get ahead. Yeah, so... After episode 20, how many more episodes are we? 10. Oh, gosh, we're so close to the end. We're so close to the end. Um, this During our break, I'll start looking for our next story, too. Because mm -hmm. we are so close to the end. Um, we have to decide what... I'll put a poll up on... Um, our Facebook, okay, and yeah. on what fandom to choose for our next story. Okay, and then how are? We, I mean, we don't have to decide it now. We have yeah. a couple episodes to go. But how are we going to do this? Are you going to read again? Do you want to take turns reading this time every other? 
chapter? Um, Similar to um, how like fangasm does it, right? So they all just take turns. They pick a story neither one of them have read. Yeah. And then they take turns reading it to each other, which would give you reprieve from having to read. Um, you know? I guess we we can decide that after we fi- find out um, what we're going to read. Because if it's something I haven't read and you've read, you can read it. You know? I mean, there are so many fan fictions out there, though. If that's the route you were leaning towards, we yeah. could just find one that we haven't read yeah. collectively. Yeah, I mean, if it's so. something we either either one of us haven't read yet, um, we can take turns. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. We have, I mean, we have a little bit of time. So, 10 episodes after... February 25th. That'll put us at like April, mid-April that we end. Yeah. Well, end of April, right? If we figure two weeks. I'm not. Yeah. So there'll be no episode the 4th or the 11th. Uh-huh. So then 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. It might be May. 28. 29, 30. 30 will put us at March or May 20th. Yeah, so it'll be May 20th. It'll be right before my um, my convention. Wait, when's the convention? The 21st, 22nd? The 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Okay. So. We'll take that week off. And we'll, we'll I'll, I'll make, like, the, the uh, I'll, I'll, like, do, like, little snippets of the convention. And I'll make, like, a special episode and post it. So. Does that make sense? So I'll blog a little bit during the convention and I'll make that a special episode. Okay, so this is Johnny and I just want to say thank you for joining us. Yeah, we'll um, join in on the Facebook group, Chips of Chaos. And uh, see you guys next Chaotic Thursday. Yeah, see you next Chaotic Thursday. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our journey today. We'd like to thank Hyper Little Noi for allowing us to read her masterpiece, Radio Tower, and to our listeners who welcome us into their homes every week. We love any reviews, downloads, subscriptions. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and archive of our own as Ships of Chaos. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next Chaotic Thursday.